Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm Marla Martinson, a crystal-loving, tarot-slinging, matchmaker, author, and energy healer. I'm here to inspire you to heal the past, live in the moment, and put some magic and fun in finding your soulmate. This is a place where we talk about all things love, light, how to make your dreams come true, and awaken to your authentic self by consciously creating your reality. Hello, hello, happy Friday, everybody. Oh my gosh, I think it's been three weeks since I've did a podcast, and I have to say I've missed it so much, but... I was in Mexico City with my hubby Adolfo, who's originally from there, his hometown. I've been going down there for 18 years with him and never had a problem. But a lettuce wrap took me down, you guys. A lettuce wrap took me down. I had severe food poisoning. I just wanted to die. So um, that took me down. And then when I got back, to Los Angeles I just had to recover and then it's so interesting because you just I just didn't feel like doing anything I was a couple of weeks without really working much I was I'm writing a new book and that's our topic today I've got a great guest for you but I'm working on a new book I have you know I need to post a a blog post for my business and stuff social media Um, There was a lot of things that I had been rolling along on and you feel like if you don't keep up with it, you kind of just get, you're like, like you're, you're not even relevant or something. And I just felt so lazy and I'm like, I've got to get back on everything, my YouTube and my podcast and my writing. And we're going to talk about how to, uh, Kelly Morgan, who's an amazing writing coach specializing in memoir. uh, We're going to talk about how you guys can um, get that fire under your your butt and and keep that going because um i hear from a lot of people you know i've written five books and i'm writing my sixth right now i've also written a short story tons of blogs and newsletters and articles and it's something that if you're a writer you've just got to keep going to the next project or you just feel um i don't know you just feel like like stale or something's not not, you know, you're not living your purpose or something, but it's sometimes hard to, with everything going on, to think about carving out that time. And when I meet people who will t- read my books or talk to me and say, oh, I have an idea for a book. I've always wanted to write a book. Oh, my gosh, how do you how do, you do it? And so we're going to give you some tips because if you have the desire, if you have a book or an idea in you, I think you should do it. Nobody should keep that under wraps. So I'm going to just start the episode with some little inspiration from Louise Hay's Heart Thoughts, A Treasury of Inner Wisdom. I am here at the right time. The affirmation is the work you are doing on yourself is not a goal. It is a process, a lifetime process. It doesn't matter how much time it takes. You've got all the time in the world. We are all on an endless journey through eternity, and the time we spend on this earth plane is but a brief instant. We choose to come to this planet to learn lessons and to work on our spiritual growth 
and to expand our capacity to love. There is no right time and no wrong time to come and go. We always come in the middle of the movie and we leave in the middle of the movie. We leave when our particular task is finished. We come to learn to love ourselves more and to share that love with all those around us. We come to open our hearts on a much deeper level. Our capacity to love is the only thing we take with us when we leave. If you left today, how much would you take? So it's kind of interesting because she talks about um, our time we spend on this earth plane is but a brief instant. And then in the affirmation, she says, you've got all the time in the world. So we, we do have all, all the time where we don't have to be, be rushing through. We, we should be, I take that to mean uh, living each moment and sitting in each moment and enjoying each moment. And as I get older, I really feel that way. It's like um, the days can just be rushed by, having scrolling through social media and trying to get this post done and that post done and this and that and all the things that, that really don't bring us joy in our soul. Um, so... I'm going to bring on the amazing Kelly Morgan. She's going to tell us a little bit about herself, and we're going to give you some amazing tips so that you can get your uh, creative projects um, on the front burner because guess what? 2020 is just around the corner, and that's when we have new goals. We, we like to make those New Year's resolutions and goals for ourselves, so let's get a jump on it. All right. Hello, Kelly. Welcome. Hi, Marla. It's so nice to be here, and thank you for having me. Yes. So, Kelly, tell um, my listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, your what you do and how you help people, and then we'll get into some tips. Awesome. First of all, I just want to say I'm glad you're feeling better. And uh, I think you <laughs> ought to file away a lettuce leaf took me down somewhere. <laughs> right. That I think it's the name of a my blog post this morning. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you might hear that I have, uh, I'm recovering for a lo- uh, throat surgery, so my voice is a little bit hoarse, but I'm oh, so glad to be here. Gosh. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Well, so same thing. All right. And yeah. let's talk about the reasons that we're not writing and how everything is perfect. I often find things are opposites. Like on the one hand, it's this, and on the other hand, it's that. And that's the paradox of being alive, you know, take your time and then, (laughs) but get results. And uh, what I think we're talking about here is, you know, enjoying the process. And that's what I help people do. Yeah. How can you enjoy the process of writing? Yes. Sometimes it's hard. Yes. Sometimes we get away from it. And I think to really have joy in the process of writing as well as the goal. So we can have this and that rather than this or that makes sense. I mean, not one or the other, but rather both. That's the key. That's the spiritual paradox. (laughs) And I think part of the learning process, and that's what I help people do is to really enjoy writing, fall in love with it. Um, understand that the real reason they're not writing is not always what they're telling themselves. It's not always. What yeah. What are, what are some of those things somebody might tell themselves and then the real reason what this procrastination, you know, what is that? Yeah. I mean, I studied a lot with Julia Cameron, uh, taught the artist's way for over 25 years, still teach it actually. And 
Julie Cameron always says procrastination is fear. And I have to say, mm-hmm. after all this time of teaching, I have to agree. If I start mining underneath the excuses, sure, you know, sometimes life takes me down. Uh, but then why do I need to start beating myself up for not writing at that moment? Um, so, yeah, there's the fear of really being seen for who we are, the fear of coming out. And I have to say in today's culture of political correctness, it's even more scary. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was listening to uh, Steve Martin talk uh, in a class, and he said, wow, you know, doing comedy is very different today. You have to be more careful of what you say. Yeah. Well, and and Jerry Seinfeld says he won't even do comedy at at universities, at colleges anymore, because you can't say anything. It's just no fun anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the comedian. But I think the comedians are – I was listening to uh, um, Adam – Corolla, and I think he was talking about uh, comedians. I think they're kind of revolting now, and they're they're coming they're coming back to themselves or something. So we'll see see where that goes. But it is hard to you got to be careful with what you say, so you kind of stay neutral or talk about. Yeah, it's so true. You don't want to alienate anyone, right? Because you know half there's half people on this side and half the people are on the other side. So. It's very polarized, and that's a real legitimate concern. So I'm careful myself where I talk about it, and how do we not let that seep into our writing, and how do mm-hmm. we keep us from writing? So the the big thing that I do to keep people writing is I have uh, – we use improvisation for writers, and we meet regularly – and had some very experienced writers in, in one of the groups and then some very new writers in another group. And it doesn't really matter where you are on the writing pool. It's finding the courage, even in our small group, getting to know each other, and sometimes especially to say what we want. Yesterday was amazing. I taught two different groups, and we started the day off by writing about fire. And just write about fire. And the second part of it was to allow that fire inside of us to come up and have the courage to be angry. And so I had, and I don't often do this, but I had everyone write about what's irritating them right now. How would they want to contribute to the world? What are their pet peeves? And we're so safe in these rooms to do that. And especially in the the more advanced authors who were working on books, their writing took on humor. Their writing took on an edge. It, 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 it just added so much pizzazz. It, it just made everything come alive. It, the mystery writer, her work came alive. It had a dangerous edge to it. And the memoir writers, their work came alive because so many people are, you know, one was writing about her love life, which is what you work with, and she's been mm-hmm. afraid to say anything about the Me Too movement. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's a, 
yeah, other than I agree with it, which she does, but also some things that are happening that were troubling to her and how she had handled mm-hmm. things. And it just made her love story so much more interesting because that's mm. what we're interested in. And she had been afraid all this time to really let people see what her own journey was around that. So we're interested right. in yeah, and it's so important to to well, I a lot of some people will tell me, oh, I'm writing a I'm writing a book on my dating disaster stories, or I'm you know things that have been done like a million times, like like I think really digging into to uh, getting that fire, and 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 something that people something juicy to get your teeth into something not just to write for the sake of writing like this will just be kind of cool um i think there's so much out there uh, vying for people's attention so i think these exercises are great to really get to the heart of it the meat of it well and what you say is is important and here's another thing that will stop a person from writing is trying to come up with this before they start writing People yes. write me all the time. Well, I'm yeah. trying to come up with a good idea or a juicy thing that'll make me stand out. No, yeah. right. And yeah, mm-hmm. and what I think really is helpful is not being a lone wolf because, mm-hmm. or you know, allow. I think this is another thing. This lone wolf trap of writers have to go in a room and write. Well, yes, mm. we do. <laughs> and <laughs> again, here's the paradox: we need people. If you look at the front of any book, it's a team that produces a book. Right. And in in the improv writing, in part of improv, and one of my heroes is Viola Spohan, who invented improv, and she started with children, is the idea of not being the teacher, but rather of allowing people to see their own material, allowing people to give feedback, you know, like controlling feedback so it's about getting more work done. And we write ourselves to what our next idea is rather than yeah. coming up with yeah. it in a blank Right. Room. It's a process. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating to sit there in front of a when It's daunting to think, okay, am I going to write another book? And then to sit and know, oh, I've got to come up with, you know, 70,000 words or something. And you have to put that first word on the page. It's like, oh, I think my refrigerator needs cleaning right now. Or I got to do the laundry. It's all these things that you could think of instead. But, but once it gets rolling, so now I'm writing my fourth memoir uh, in my series. And um, the first so my, my editor has the first five chapters right now, so I do it a little different. I don't write the whole book and then send it over to my editor that I, I did used to do it that way, but I've been writing a, a couple chapters at a time, send it over, she polishes it, and then we, you know, feedback, and I love it that way. And the first, it was very interesting, the first four chapters, when I was reading it, I'm like, this just felt like it almost wrote itself. It's like, this was not mm. painful this wasn't painful. This was like, how did I get all this out? You know? And um, we'll see about the rest of it, but it's, it's a very, it's a, got a lot of um, the spiritual stuff again in there and it goes deep on some subjects and uh, it's exciting. It's like, it's, it, but, but, and, but she had said to me, Oh, I was just, when I contacted her and said, Hey, I'm doing another book. Do you have time? 
you know, to do, to help me. And then she says, oh, I was just thinking, did Marla give up on writing? Did she quit? Because it had been like, uh, the the Buddha made me do it came out, I think in 2016. And here we are in 2000, the end of 2019. But it's like, sometimes it does take you a while to get that something you're excited about and get that good idea uh, to go forward with the whole book. So But then other people churn them out, you know, a couple of years, every year, they're just churning and churning. But for me, it takes, I've got to get something really exciting going. Uh, Me too. And, but I, I do it in the process. I'm going to imagine, and you can let me know if this is true, fact that you've done a lot of writing up to this point contributes to you getting into the flow and allowing what came through to come through is that the case or was it something else yeah it it uh it did it just it did flow and um I had a lot of well I guess because I write memoir and I write about things that I've experienced in my life and stuff I guess I had to have those like three years go by to 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 pile up some more stuff to talk about and to to but I'm bringing in some stuff that happened a few years ago too and then you know you go back so I think it takes a little time since I'm not making all this stuff up to to really see okay what is it that that I really feel I want to share and that's that's riveting and that can help people as well um so I kind of it takes that time and then it's just like oh my god I've got this and this and this and then what helps me is taking notes so you guys if you you know, carry a notepad around or you've got your notes in your iPhone and things will come up like an idea or a title or a topic or even just a line. And if I don't write it down, it's gone. It's it's not going to be gone. And I keep (laughs) repeating it in my head, like on the treadmill or in a spin class. Okay. I'm going to remember it. And it flies out. It's it's like, Oh no. (laughs) Stop what I'm doing. Yeah. I call that a seating journal. If a you have a journal? seeding journal, little, yeah, oh, seeds, yeah. like, yeah. because I, I learned it from someone else, and the idea that we have uh, what you call a, when I was in advertising, a swipe file, which is things that you just put together in a file, yeah, and, and a seeding journal, and yeah, I mean, there's nothing totally original, and our own life is original and unique, so whether we're writing fiction and like you, most people in my classes are writing memoir. Um, mm-hmm. It's good to draw on our own lives for for truth, a truth. I don't think anything is quite the truth. I mean, it's your version of the truth, and fiction mm-hmm. is another version of the truth. Uh, <laughs> so how do we draw on our own experiences to make it believable? Because your own right. truth may not even seem believable, or there may not be enough details not in your case, but, you know, in a beginning writer last night, she was talking about what irritated her, but she needed to then, her next step will be to come up with some stories in her own life that help us know why she came to those beliefs. And I don't know, have you read Catch and Kill? No. By Ronan, uh, uh, I've been saying this all week, uh, Woody, uh, Woody Allen's, Mia Farrow. So he's Rowan, Ronan Farrow. He was writing about the Harvey Weinstein uh, case. And I mean, he actually started investigating it right from the very beginning. And mm-hmm. he 
I read his book. It's won a Pulitzer Prize. As an extra, you know, as a journalist, what's important to me is that we tell the truth pretty straightforward if we're a journalist. And he did. And then he came in and he said, look, you have to understand this is where my point of view has been influenced. My own sister talking about being abused. And, you know, I come from a family where there's a lot of that kind of drama. And then the rest of his reporting about the facts were very straightforward. They weren't too slanted one way or the other. I get what he is. I get how that he that his upbringing and his affiliation. Oh, this is Mia Farrow's son. Yes, yeah. it is such okay. a good book. Yeah. Such a good book, and it it made me go back on my own life. And instead of pointing fingers just at Harvey Weinstein or using the outer world to distract me from my own inner world. And I think this is another thing that stops us from writing. <laughs> how, how had I in my own life, how had my interpretations of my own stories around men been tainted by the era that I was brought up in? How, mm-hmm. how, how do I remember things? Are any of our memories really true? You know, yeah. I, I guess I'll just say this. There was a point in when I was 18 or 19, uh, and I won't be too graphic, but I had an experience um, where I was completely drunk. And I think that's the night I lost my virginity. And there were a couple signals of that. And I uh-huh. always looked at that as just an unfortunate experience. And I wrote poetry about it. Now yeah. I look back and I think, well, was that a rape? Did it even happen? How uh-huh. could I would love to meet that guy and talk to him about it. Would what yeah. was his experience of it? How did he see it that way? I would rather not take him out in public and whip him because I don't right. even know <laughs> if it's true. <laughs> yeah. Is my yeah. memory true? Is it not true? So th- those are the kind of things that we deal with when we're writing is what's true and what's not. And we, we can only put it down as we remember it and tell our own uh, biases. You know, I think that's real right. truth. When we allow people oh, yeah. to know that. Yeah, I have, I have situations like that, too, when I was younger. And, so, and I always um, take responsibility for my own actions in it. Like the guys know their, their behavior wasn't correct, but then I put myself in idiotic situations or made stupid choices, too. So <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's very interesting. Well, this and on guy, the other hand, I had to go oh, read about Harvey. What were you saying? Excuse me. No, I was saying this guy, Ronan Farrow, it says uh, he's not only won these awards, but he's been named one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People and also one of people's sexiest men alive, uh, which, says, which doesn't have that. anything to do with his career, but he still brings it up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he's very handsome. Uh, he's on the verge of getting married to his uh, his uh, soulmate, but yes, he's a oh. very handsome guy. And, yeah, uh, with the pouty lips and the the smoldering look, he's a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, oh. he's very good looking. And uh, yes, and his reporting of Harvey Weinstein and the pattern and as it unfolded, and then there's spies. You know, he's actually spied on. We get a good feeling. Not it's not just about Harvey Weinstein. We get a good feeling how um, someone who's 
let's say got an addiction, who's a predator, is mm-hmm. got a pattern that they're working out in the world, and then they have victims too. And when right. is how do you deal with that? And his reporting is very straightforward. I mean, Harvey Weinstein definitely did it over and over again. And corporate America, where people sometimes have power over us, it's not appropriate to, you know, it shouldn't be appropriate to have sexual relations with. And when I was teaching over 25 years of teaching Artist's Way and writing classes, I have never once had any kind of sexual relationship with anyone I wasn't having one with before. In other words, I've had boyfriends or husbands come to my classes, husbands. <laughs> um, but, but only because if you do that, gosh, that person's so tender. They're looking up to you as a leader. You have power. And it's much more um, debilitating when they come to you to get past, let's say, their creative blocks or they want to write, and then to take advantage of that powerful position to prey on them. So, and yes, there's another side of the story, and you might have one, so talk about that too. I'm just open to letting people talk. Let's talk this through and write it through. And that's what's so great about blogs and and newsletters and you can really, um, you know, share now with all the self-publishing and and things like that. Uh, We can get our stories out because it's, it's right. It's so hard to get a book deal. Now I was talking with my friend, Julie, who's a celebrity ghostwriter. And she said, Oh my gosh, a decade ago or 12 years ago, it was so easy to get a book deal. They were handing them out like candy with hundred thousand dollar advances. And now it's almost impossible. Um, So we have that, that platform but um you guys kelly's website is creativelife.com if you need any help um tell us what do you give online classes as well or just in person or how can people work with you yeah yeah and if they're just interesting and interested in writing and not writing just sign up Uh, i'm going to have it up soon where you can sign up for a uh, we can talk on the phone. I'm kind of old school. It's not like I have tons of people in my classes. You know, let's talk and find out what it is that you want to do. Do you want to write a book? And thank you so much for bringing up we do not have to write books. Hemingway did not start out writing books. <laughs> you know, there's so much ways, there's so many ways to become a good published author. And uh, yeah, so yeah. just send me an email, let's set up a call, or if you just want to have a free class on writing and journaling morning pages. So yeah. Yeah. The artist way. That's that's so popular. The artist way. If you want to check that out too. Um, And on her website, she's got, you can um, uh, work with Kelly, her writing program, her blog. And uh, we've done, we've done a YouTube show, which is back on my YouTube channel at Marla Martinson, and uh, we're here to support you uh, with that. It's, I think everybody, everyone should um, express themselves, and if, if you have that writing bug, um, you're meant to do it. So, so get something out on the page, share, blog, uh, get a podcast going and talk about it, whatever you want to do, but, but uh, don't keep it bottled up because um, if you don't share what you have, People are missing out on on your wonderful, beautiful work and ideas and talent. So, yeah. Any any last any last words? Well, I just want to say, and because you're in the love business, 
writing my love story and helped mm-hmm. me to see what I was doing that was effective and not effective and ended up in me being married. Not that that was my goal, but ended up in me finding the love of my life. So people working with you just to write about the process of, of it's a process to find a mate. Right. So yes. just wanted to add that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's All right, Kelly. Well, <laughs> thank, thank you for joining me. And you guys go to my website, marlamartinson.com, and get your free self-love guided meditation. I also have some slots open uh, before the end of the year for uh, angel intuitive readings, and this is healing. So go to my website for that. And again, Kelly's at creativelife.com, um, and you can get the links back on blog talk radio much love everyone thanks kelly bye thank you marla